0: Hello, this is Mary Christopher. This is our Sunday morning meditation. And I am outside. Maybe you can hear the birds. The doves have been cooing a lot this morning. It's beautiful. It's very green here in central Texas because we're having lots of rain. In fact, it feels like um, we're having a monsoon season, and all the wildflowers are out everywhere and the wildflower season has lasted much longer than it usually does when we don't have so much rain. And I'm out with my um, umbrella, just in case <laughs> it starts to, it's it's raining a tiny bit, it's like sprinkling, like random raindrops. Um, but it's it's beautiful, it's very humid, it's cloudy, and everything is so green, just every shade of green that you can imagine, seems like that you can imagine in nature. And all kinds of flowers, like little tiny blossoms and uh, what we call Mexican hats because they look like sombreros. And little purple, purple ones. It's just amazing when we get this kind of rain, which we don't usually get, so we could... We could call this climate adjustment. And it it really is gorgeous. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're having a peaceful and restful and calm day. The world isn't very calm right now, you may have noticed, Um, and we've been talking about this in meditation class, Uh, several people have commented that they are having trouble sleeping, like a lot of trouble sleeping, and a few people are actually sleep-deprived, and I hope that is not true for you. So one of the, the factors um, that is often overlooked in terms of sleep deprivation is how connected all human beings are to each other and oops got breezy little bit breezy random breeze because we're so connected um, we really do feel suffering and with the pandemic and the um, all the fighting in the Middle East and people at the border um, trying to escape from violence, there's there's just a lot of suffering. And here in the U.S., they've lifted the um, requirement on wearing a mask, so I think it was a little hasty myself, Um, but there are still people who are wearing their masks, including me, because because of all the variants. And because, even though I've had my vaccine, and I I did get the Johnson & Johnson, which is the one I wanted, because um, it's it's considered to be the best in dealing with variants. So right now, that's my main concern, is... All these uh, variants that we have, and of course, there's the unimaginable suffering in India. And I'm I'm not mentioning all this <laughs> to to increase our own suffering by acknowledging suffering. Um, I'm bringing it up because my experience is that we're very connected to each other and we feel the suffering going on in the world whether we understand what we're feeling or understand how that could happen, how that would work. So, an example would be in Star Wars when Obi-Wan Kenobi says there's a disturbance in the Force. And he felt it. He felt it. So, even if we um, were not as electronically connected to each other as we are, and, you know, you can get news instantaneously from anywhere in the world on our cell phones or our watches or or um my daughter sent me a a fitbit watch and so i can track all kinds of things and i get a daily report in my email um so I'm I'm well connected. Just want you all to know. Okay. But whether we know it or not, we are deeply connected. And when we have situations where people are not able to govern themselves or live in peace with their neighbors or have... Some kind of pandemic explosion, like in India, then we feel it so we we've been discussing in class how to deal with this, and there are a number of things we can do which include eating well. Um, Drinking plenty of water, and be careful being careful about the amount of alcohol we use or um, or any other kind of drugs that you know shift our moods or make us unconscious. so obviously, there's time and place for that. there are things that help us lower our anxiety levels which is a good thing but it's in in my experience it is better to be aware of what we're feeling and instead of going unconscious about it i'd rather know Even if I'm uncomfortable with it, at least then I know what I'm feeling. And that's not always easy, and and I am not saying that it is. But it's one of the functions of meditation that we learn to be centered and calm and observe. Just be aware of what we're feeling. So, one example I like to use of this is if you have a really good auto mechanic, especially with cars that do not require a computer for diagnosing the problem, there are auto people who can listen, like they lift the hood of your car, they have you turn it on, and they listen, and then they may wiggle a few wires or ask you to give it more gas or something, and they go, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think I know what the problem is. And they are so attuned and so familiar with cars and engines and Transmissions and (laughs) fan belts, and they're so familiar with all that that they can tell by the vibration, the frequency of that vehicle, like what they're hearing and feeling. And this is the same is true for people who know horses or cattle or veterinarians i mean veterinarians are incredibly good at this even though they have all this modern technology they have a wealth of understanding and experience with with animals and they they can understand what the problem is and and you know the blood tests and everything can confirm that. So there are there I'm sure you know there are lots of examples of people who understand what they're feeling. So we we all feel different levels of suffering and discomfort and this is one of the reasons that most of us would love to have peace everywhere in the world and um no hungry people (laughs) and this is something that chris is talked about a lot in buddhism and jesus is is If you think of him as being a spiritual teacher, right, then he is a perfect example of someone who just walked around relieving suffering, whether it was through healing or teaching or conversations with people or showing the um, apostles where to showing his disciples where to fish, to get a bigger catch. He just walked around alleviating suffering wherever he could, in whatever way he could. So, there. in my experience, there are two ways that you can look at especially the New Testament. We can think about it. We can think about what Jesus said, which is an excellent thing to do. Um, We can dice it and parse it and translate it and retranslate it. and, And then we can... The other way is to look at what he did. There's what he said, but then there's what he did. So if if people came to hear him teach, he made sure they were fed. If somebody, um, like a centurion, asked him for help, he responded. He didn't say, well... I don't know, you're a Roman centurion, you're not one of the good guys, you're not one of my gang, so I don't think I'll help you today. He didn't care. That was, that was a child of God for him. So we always have this option, how are we going to view other people? are we going to see them primarily by what they look like or how they dress or the kind of car they drive or don't drive for that matter? Are we going to see them through that particular perspective, that particular kind of lens? Or are we going to see them as another child of God sharing this planet with us or a fellow traveler on this journey that we call life and the people that i know who are the most at and this is a general statement okay the people i know who are the most at peace with themselves and the most compassionate are people who tend to view other people as children of God or fellow travelers on this amazing journey that we call life. And and it's always a choice because of the way we're conditioned from the time we're tiny. We are conditioned, and that conditioning is mostly unconscious, um, and this is, again, one of the great, great benefits of meditation is that in the process of getting quiet, in the process of getting centered, in the process of remembering who we are, we can often just pass through or review these layers of conditioning. And this is also one reason why some, some of us don't like to get quiet. Because all this stuff, right? All this stuff starts popping up. And so we can either shut down and get busy again. Or we can go, mm-hmm, aha. Oh, I see that little that little programming that I have there. And then we can just let it go. And when our intention is to find our self, our true selves, like who we are in God. Or the radiance that exists within us. The source of chi. (laughs) Right? Right? when that's our intention, then it is it is much easier, usually, to let go or just let it pass on, to let go of all the stuff, all that stuff that runs through our minds or the The stuff we've stuffed, right? Because we stuff stuff. We stuff feelings. We stuff emotions. And a lot of us do not know how to grieve. It's, It's just too uncomfortable. So we do all kinds of things not to do that. And yet right now in the world, there's a tremendous amount of grief. It's sort of unavoidable. But we can be centered, we can be aware of our breath, we can, we can do that, and I know many of you are doing just that. And even if there are days when it doesn't seem to be working, right, you can't get centered, you can't get quiet, your your mind, you know, your brain's just super busy. Um, We all have days like that, but consistency pays off. It's just like if you want to improve your golf stroke or your tennis game or anything like that, then consistency just. Practice makes better. Practice always makes better. And good practice makes even better. So that's what we've been doing in class. We've been doing some very um, sort of specific centering meditations so that we're more at ease with ourselves, more at peace, and... More aware of the tremendous grace uh, in our lives. And the beauty that surrounds us. And just the simple joy of being alive. That's what we've been working on. So I thought we could do a meditation. Just a a very lovely, easy, sort of fresh air, favorite spot in, in, in nature kind of meditation. And anytime we tune in to nature, we're tuning in to the Creator. So it always, always helps us be centered. And calmer. So let's, let's try that. If you've been sitting for a while, good time to get up and stretch. Hmm. Maybe you can hear the crow. They've been busy today. always good to stretch out. When you've stretched out a little bit, then find a way to be comfortable sitting or lying down. Whatever works best for you. And I will I'll talk us into the meditation, and then we'll have about five minutes of quiet, and I will talk us out. As you breathe in, following your breath. All the way in. Down into your solar plexus. Feel yourself becoming more centered. As you breathe out. Following your breath. Up. Past your heart, from your lungs, through your throat. Feel your breath coming out of your nose and across your upper lip. And as you breathe out, let yourself relax. Now as you breathe in, breathing all the way down to that solar plexus area. Or maybe even a little lower, like a little bit below your your navel, your tummy button. Feel yourself becoming more centered. When you're feeling centered and relaxed, and you're comfortable with your breath, and bring your awareness to your heart. Then let your heart, your awareness drop down to that area that's sort of halfway between your heart and your solar plexus kind of around your waist kind of a midpoint there and let yourself rest right there very gently breathing Feeling yourself sort of float in that area. And as you breathe in and out, let yourself rest right there. Now, as you breathe in, following your breath, down into that area about halfway between your heart and your tummy button, be aware how centered you are. you breathe out very gently be aware of how relaxed you feel as you breathe in following the flow of your breath down into your lungs past your heart, down to your solar plexus. Hmm. Be aware of how at ease you are with yourself. And as you breathe out, following your breath all the way up past your heart, out of your lungs, up your throat, and out into the space all around you. Be aware of how relaxed and at peace you are. And remember, remember that feeling. Like maybe make a circle with your thumb and your middle finger or your index finger, or give yourself a thumbs up, or kind of gently rub your sternum. That tells your system that you want to remember how this feels. Okay? you're confirming with your neurological system that you want to remember how this feels. So that if you're having trouble sleeping or you're feeling tense or upset or the world's just getting to you, right? Then you can use that finger pressure or just gently rubbing your sternum to remember, help, help your body, your whole system remember how you felt at the end of this little meditation. Good work. Good work. Keep it up. Consistency pays off big time. Take really good care of yourself. Have a wonderful week and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening.